0: So this is going to be a little bit of a takeoff from what we were talking about uh, the last uh, four or five weeks or so about you know kind of making contact with the future. And um, it's really about time. And we kind of ended uh, last week's pulling contact, you know, making contact with the future, right? Pulling together the the, the three sessions we did on that uh, well, last week and we kind of ended it with a little bit of a teaser about time. And uh, so we're going to spend a little bit of Spent some time today just talking about, you know, kind of the illusions of time and the illusions that we have about it. You know, some of that's just how we were brought up and, and uh, at a societal level and all that, but how uh, time is uh, really more of a friend maybe than we might think it is and how uh, malleable it is. So when we left last week, uh, one of the slides we had towards the end was talking about the observer effect. and We're going to spend more talking about that. Uh next week and the week after, uh, I think time is a good lead up into that. And so the observer effect kind of looks like this, that um, in science and laboratory experiments, for instance, when a certain project or experiment, when, when the, uh, the people conducting it are really focused on the experiment, they get a slightly different outcome. And we talked a little bit about the placebo effect last week, right? Where that you have, uh, you know, they, when they do drug testing, they actually test against a placebo. they actually test the drug against the placebo. And so the observer effect is really about really what, where we place our attention. When we place our attention on something, it does impact it. That's the observer effect, okay? In a very non-scientific, you know, kind of street jargon way, that's what that is, right? When we, and we all know this, right? When we focus our time and attention on things, we focus on our kids, we focus on our health, we focus on our project, we focus our thoughts and our energies in certain places. We know it has a material change. And that's that's really what, and then uh, we talked about the illusion of time. And according to uh, uh, Rovelli, uh, time is an illusion. It's our perception of it uh, doesn't really correspond to the physical reality. And you know, what he says, talks about time is, you know, we look at time, time is really sequences of events. Right. So in on one hand, you know, we're all wearing watches and, um, you know, I was just telling Amanda this morning and I went for a 10, uh, five mile run on Saturday morning. And, you know, my time was 30, 30, seconds per mile longer than the others. I guess I was just having a good time and, and, and I was just, you know, doing my thing. Right. I wasn't really focused on my time, but if I was focused more on my mile time, all right, my mile time would have been more like an eight fifty, which is usually what it is something like that. And so, um, uh, we we use time as basically a measurement tool for events. So in one hand, time is entirely made up. I mean, there is the whole solar cycle, three hundred and sixty-five days is what it takes to orbit the sun. And there there are certain it's based on certain things, but you know, twelve o'clock could be three o'clock in the morning. I mean, we you know what I'm saying is that it's all made up. It's one of the reasons if you look, think about colors, right? Well, we've labeled we we've labeled red a color. Where we're growing up. Well, how do you know if you named a blue, would it be any, you know, blue might look red, right? It's all about the labels we put on things. And so time kind of runs that way. So certainly in a linear sense about time, if um, I had to go to the Manchester airport to catch a flight to Chicago at one o'clock and I missed it. Well, I missed it. That's like a real thing. So we use time as we use time and sequences of measurement for past past present future events. Okay. But that's really what it is, and it's very, and, and the way we know time, right, in, a, in our watch type way, in a calendar way, right, it's very, it's very linear. Um, and um, so I think that's the illusion, that kind of speaks to what the illusion of time is, is that on one hand, it is uh, something that we've kind of made up to basically kind of keep track of things. But on other times, if you think about it for a second, Driving, we've all had this experience where we've been driving, and all of a sudden we start daydreaming, and a half hour has gone by, and we go by a certain exit, and we're like, holy smokes, how did I get here? Okay, time went by just like that. So there's time that we measure, and then there's time kind of that can't be measured, and breaks down into uh, the two types of time, which is linear time and nonlinear. So linear time is just kind of like what we we're talking about. It's, it's kind of a timeline. And, and one of the first graphics I have here is like timeline in the United States. So that's how uh, general time works. And it's how it works in our calendars and our, you know, we have appointments during the day and I got to be at a certain place at a certain time and we have a clock, it's a 24 hour clock, right? You know, all, all that type of stuff. Um, so that's how it works kind of in a linear way. Um, other linear uh, aspects of time would be if I bought a barbecue and I had to put it together, I don't know why I would do that, but if I did, I'm sure the 50 bucks they charge you at Home Depot to put it together is well worth it. But if I had to put it together, I'd have these, these list of parts, right? And um, I'd have to follow the list to put it together. That's linear. And it's gonna take me so much time to do that because I'm following a linear process. And so you think about our, our time, okay? Our traditional time as we know it right is linear so we have to follow certain things and then my other graphic on here is the highway so just like we were talking about the other just like i was just talking about you know we've we've all had this we've all you know driven and then all of a sudden you know, we've gone 20 minutes or 10 minutes or a half hour and you're like holy smokes but your body you were on autopilot and time went by just like that okay so um and then if I and then conversely, if I got on a highway and I had to go like right, right this morning, I went from Keene to Bedford, okay. Well, that's gonna take me somewhere between an hour and an hour and 20 minutes because I'm on this linear pathway, I'm on this linear road, and it's so many miles. And it's gonna take me longer to get there. Okay. Um, and uh, it's gonna take whatever it takes based on, the, on my speed and all that. And, and that's linear. So I hope those kind of examples of linear uh, can resonate. That, that makes sense, everybody? About linear, nonlinear? All right? So chat in questions as we're going along here um, or questions or comments. So now oh. let's talk about the fun part, which is nonlinear. linear So, um, you know, we'll go back to our buddy Einstein, right? And as we've talked about, right, he was a hard science guy, but he kind of knew that there was more what was going on here than just his just his hard physics. And uh, so one of the things, right, that that he you know, always talked about was the was the magic of intuition. So intuition is nonlinear, okay. When you know something, right, you just know it, right? You've skipped all the linear steps. To get to the end, to get to the knowing. Now, you could have followed a linear process. You could have followed a, a linear process to get to that knowing. But when you when you intuit something, you just you kind of you have a knowing. Like I know this is right. I know whether it's about my kids or work or pick anything. Right? It could be. It could be about you could you could be reading a book and you can kind of sort out. Oh, I think I know how this ends know, right. we've all had that experience uh but you didn't have to finish the whole book to figure it out you just you knew right uh doesn't say that you aren't going to finish the book but but you kind of know what the end is going to be so so you use your intuition your intuition doesn't know time okay because your, intu- your intuition has skipped all the linear steps to get to the end and it's a little bit like uh you think about this you know the the example of you know i was thinking about my Brother than two two minutes later, um, he calls me. You know, it's it's your intuition that basically allows you to operate a nonlinear time. It's the same thing with like daydreaming. And look at our our the picture here um, of the person sitting on the dock. Daydreaming is nonlinear time. You're you're actually putting yourself when you daydream, right? And uh, who knows what this guy's daydreaming about? But maybe he's daydreaming about buying a lake house and somehow or another he has taken his current image of himself and he's put himself in a lake house i'm just postulating this and so uh when you daydream that's also non-linear because you're actually putting yourself someplace else Uh, now you have to go through all the steps probably to get there all right but but you haven't used all the steps to get there you've put yourself there first so So that is about, you put yourself there first and you've moved backwards, okay, doing the steps. So that's another example of nonlinear time. And then, um, you know, so daydreaming is a really good thing because it actually helps you envision where you want to be or what you might want to be doing or the outcome of a certain event, okay? You've actually put yourself in an outcome of that event, a possible outcome of that event. That's nonlinear time. Then my last example um, is when people create things, okay? Is another example of non-linear time. So you take, I'm gonna use Elon Musk because he's, he's a contemporarily good example. So he had a vision of, of um, people having, electric, driving electric cars. Now the Tesla car has gone from being something kind of fun and uh, unique to being, like it's a thing, it's not going away, right? It's, it's, it's part of the automotive community now. It's part of the uh, automotive uh, uh, psyche, right? Of, of not only the United States, but even globally. But that started with him skipping all the steps to get there, okay? The linear steps. It started with him being nonlinear and saying, hey, we've got this, I've got this dream about having a non fossil fu- fuel environment and here's one of the ways we get there and so you have linear time and you have nonlinear time right linear times the clock right and the sequence of events if um someone's building me a product i want them to follow all the steps to build the product because i want the product right to be done right but if i'm dreaming of the product or i'm trying to envision myself or where i'm going to go all right i'm going to be nonlinear about that i'm going to skip all the time and all the steps in between i'm going to go right to the end and then, you know, I might move backwards. But in but, um, talking about uh, Tesla, for, for example, and talking about the Tesla product and, and Musk, right? Everything is created twice, right? Once in your mind and once in reality. And that's actually how you pull time and events towards you. When you can vision something about where you want to be. Now let's talk about things like our health, um, relationship, Uh, our families, um, our businesses, whatever the case may be, a project that we're working on, you know, we're, you know, painting the living room or redecorating the dining room or I don't know, something, any, any of those things, right, is that when you start to envision those things, you start to envision yourself in different space, okay, you're actually pulling, you're pulling time and events towards you. Now, if you don't have a vision about something, okay, and you haven't put yourself in that non-linear aspect, right, then what's happening is that you're just kind of fumbling your way through it, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get someplace, you'll get someplace, but it might be a random place, and and of course, there's some parts of life that that doesn't really matter much, right, Um, but then there's other parts that, that do, and so when you think about how you create things in your mind, you're basically pulling time and events towards you, okay, and that's where kind of time is a little bit of an illusion, because if you can dream it, you can do it, So uh, I want to introduce a new concept. And um, and I'll equate the timepiece and time being allusion to ourselves. And I'm going to introduce this this new concept of the me model. And basically, the me model is the upgraded versions of ourselves um, over time and during time. And so in all of our personal journeys, we have to remake ourselves periodically, either willingly or unwillingly. And and to do that, and we've talked about this in the past, we actually have to erase much about what we know and our views of ourselves so that we can make room for the new me or the me model. Okay. Um, And uh, this doesn't mean that, you know, the old me model, right? Me model 1.0, was insufficient or uh, not adequate. It was perfect in the time because of you operating basically on what you knew. And uh, kind of the fun part about this whole process is that you start to, you can start to imagine what the new me model looks like, okay? Now, all of a sudden, right, we're, we're, we've jumped outside of linear time, the nonlinear time, and we're putting our, we're creating a vision for what sometime in the future, what I want to look like, right? You know, or here's what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to speak French or uh, whatever the case may be. I want to be able to run, you know, uh, a half marathon. One of the things is, is to take a look at how much time it took them. Because it took the exact amount of time that they laid out. If they thought it was going to take nine months, it's going to take nine months. If they thought it was going to take two years, it's going to take two years. Okay. And so that's a whole other aspect about time. Time generally allocates itself based on how we view it. So if, and it's like a desk, right? So if I have a desk and I have a 60 inch desk, I'm going to fill my 60 inch desk worth of stuff. If I have a 48 inch desk, okay, I'm only going to fill it with 48 inches of stuff. And, and so time is that way. If I feel like I have a lot of time, to, then I'm going to take my time doing things. It's a slight old adage. If you want something done, give it to a busy person because they know how to get things done. They, don't, they have a compressed period of time. And so uh, when we talk about how we evolve or our me models, okay, uh, we, we, we reinvent ourselves and we move through time, uh, but we move through the pace how we envision it. So if we envision it going to take a long time, it's going to take a long time. If we envision that's going to happen quickly, it can happen quickly. And if we stay focused on that vision, whatever it is, okay, and there's no right or wrong to it, maybe, maybe the change you're envisioning is so fundamental, so seismic to you that it's going to take you two years to adjust to it. Okay, well, that's perfectly fine. But maybe you're so charged up to get there, hey, I can do this. I, I'm ready to do this. I want to do this now. I, I can get this done in three months. Okay. And and so as we move through the different versions of ourselves, those different me models, um, you know, we're constantly upgrading based on the time, okay, that we tell ourselves we can do it in. That's nonlinear. Right? That vision of it is nonlinear. And um, it's a cool thing as we develop, right? So we go from me model, you know, 1.0 to 2.0 um, to be able to say, well, you know, uh, the old me would have done it this way. But the new me now does it a new way. And then if I go to the me model 3.0, okay, I'm going to look back at the 2.0 model and say, yeah, when I was the 2.0 model, that's how I used to do it. But now I'm here and I do it this way. And there's something really uh, liberating about it where you are kind to yourself, okay, about in the past, I used to do things a certain way. And now I do things this way. And I know in the future, I'm going to do them differently as well, right? And then how we get there is basically on the amount of time that we, that we vision, the nonlinear part, so that, that we think we're going to get there. And so what can happen, right, is that we can say, well, you know, obviously I'm going to have to go to school and I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to, you know, I put all these steps in place and that makes it all very linear as opposed to kind of a non-linear view. Well, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to go. And, and how, how um, whatever time, whatever time compression I apply to it, is generally as long as it's gonna take me to get it done. And, and so as we go along and uh, working through how time affects us or how time affects our thought process, also, as we, as we evolve, it's important to have forgiveness about, our, with, about ourselves as we look backwards, because we go backwards and we say, well, I used to do it that way. Well, the way you used to do it was based on what you knew. So you can't be tough on yourself about it. You didn't know any better, you didn't know. You didn't know what you know today, right? Um, And that's a very uh, invigorating process when you understand that, that it's just part of how we all just naturally develop. Um, So personal growth has no speed limit. So we're talking about linear time and non-linear time. Your personal growth really has no speed limit. Your ability to grow from one new model of yourself, right, to another is almost solely predicated on your willingness to accept life lessons as the building blocks. Um, and then as we've talked about is, is seeking as many con- as much contact with the future as you can. Okay, seeking that contact with the future again is all part of being nonlinear. So um, how to understand time, uh, when you're working on things right identify what is linear and nonlinear time events. Buying the gas grill, I got to put it together. Yep, that's linear. It's going to take me a couple hours, probably a couple like unhappy hours. If I'm going to envision myself speaking Italian, then, you know, I can do that pretty pretty quickly. You know, I might become, might not be fluent in it, but I could, I could start to get that pretty, I can get that pretty quickly, right? You know, so what's nonlinear and what's linear, I can see myself, um, you know, in, in my real estate practice going from $2 million a year in production to, to $6 million a year, okay? I can, I can make that happen, envisioning that as non I always like this, once something is started, it's half finished. In other words, the hard part is just getting started. And, um, you know, how often uh, really do we look at something and we don't start it because we just think it's gonna take too long. But one of the great things about it is that once you've started something, it has its own momentum. And, and then um, that momentum that we've created in our imagination we can get it done before we know it because how many times have we said, huh, well, that didn't take as long as I thought, right? Um, and then once we've arrived at the new destination, okay, we feel like we've always been there. It's pretty amazing how, how there's like a time dilation where, you know, we've been, um, uh, we've been in one place or been, done one thing a certain way for years and then, and then you know, we, we did kind of a time jump uh to i want to be i want to be able to do this differently so we envision it and then all of a sudden we start to do it differently and it's like we've always done it that way and that's another period of that's also another process of nonlinear time where we're doing something one way for a long time and then we switch it up because we kind of chose to do it or we see an opportunity to do it and then all of a sudden once you get there it's like you've always been there um and then um you know the process kind of starts all over again as we start to imagine our new our new goals, our new destinations, and all that. And um, I think one of the things that's kind of fun is that when you're going through your day, start to identify: Am I in a non-linear event or a linear event? And it's really kind of fun to do that, right? Where like driving, like like it it it. I got here at like ten and uh, five and nine this morning, right? Which is unusual for me because I usually leave plenty of time. It was just bad driving today, you know. I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, this is, you know, this is clearly a linear event, and there's really not much. I'm not going to be able to jump over all these cars, so I'm, I'm, I'm here for the ride, all right? And uh, you know, time speeds up and slows down, you know, basically on 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 how we view it. Um, and so if you can start to identify when you're in a linear and a nonlinear event, it helps you then you know, decide, like if you're daydreaming about, well, I want a new car, or, you know, I want my daughter to go to this college or whatever the case may be, then, right, then you're, you're really jumping ahead, right. And you're putting yourself into a future event. And then that's, that's nonlinear time. How are we doing for questions, comments? Yeah. So Edie's comment, right, is about endless possibilities and, and that's true. So I'm, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take Elon Musk for a minute. Right, just because it's somebody who we've all at least heard of. So he started PayPal. So he he envisioned a simple way, simpler way for people to buy things, buy merchandise, which was through PayPal, a simple and secure way of doing it. So instead of giving your pay your your credit card to the merchant, you give your credit card to PayPal, and then they do the clearing, right? The the, the payment and the clearing of the payment. And then he has a vision for uh, electric cars, right? Less less uh, pressure on the environment. Now he has another vision for space flight. All of that started like like Stephen Covey said, right? Everything is, you know, everything gets done twice, once you're in your mind, and once in reality. And, and, and that's, those are nonlinear, linear right? Um, and so when you look at it that way, yeah, it does open up really limitless possibilities. And I think what's always so fascinating, we all go through it, is that, you know, you, you say to yourself, well, I want to do this thing and this thing, oh my God, this might take three weeks, okay? But once you start it and once you get into it, it goes quick, okay? It goes quick because you've envisioned what the end's going to look like. And then, or it might even, it might, it feels like it's gone quicker. It might actually go quicker, right? Like we're talking about with the, with the whole driving thing. And, and then it's done before you know it. The key though is you started. See, if you don't start, then there's almost no way to finish it. And so that's the hard part is that don't worry about how much time it's going to take Keep focus, Keep focusing on on what you want as an outcome, and um, uh, and start. And when you start, things will speed up. Other questions, comments? Yeah, you know, Angela brought up um, that uh, good way to get into uh, these changing times, and that that really is that really is true, right? I mean, we're, we're having our own kind of nonlinear time dilation. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll, stay in this, uh, we'll we'll stay in this we'll we'll stay in this line of discussion for a while and kind of see where it goes. So it's a fun topic because, like Edie said, it does become like what you do realize is that um, how limitless things really are, right? And and I you know I you um, know I'm not a huge Elon Musk fan, but I do think it's fascinating in the process he goes from figuring out how to process credit cards to, to you know potentially putting people on Mars, right? It's a big gap there. <laughs> you know, and it's all happened over a very compressed period of time, which if you were to look at the natural timeline of how things get developed, you might say it would take decades, and it's really, you know, only taken years. So, All right, well, great to be with everybody and uh, having a an